Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is Teachable Tuesday, so let's get down to business. So if we had to title this podcast, it would be, We Were Created to Stand Out. And I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper here with you in just a moment. But I really want to talk about what it is to be unique and creative. Um, There were some thoughts going through my mind this past week. And just thinking about the different things that businesses and business owners struggle with. What are some of the business challenges that we go through on a daily basis, monthly, quarterly, annually? um, And how do we overcome them? And so, um, in my research and finding, you know, the, the challenges that we were to watch for in 2021 through 2022, there were a lot of things that were, well, in this particular lineup, there were 10 things that were listed. And believe me, there were other articles that had so many different, um, categories and problems and issues. I mean, it was just too many to, to, to number. But looking at the top 10 in this particular article, it, some of the things that it focused on was how do we keep up with the industry trends? Um, how do we cope with market competition, uh, automating your business processes, data analysis, cybersecurity, um, identifying new sales channels, and so many more, right? How to retain talent, attracting and retaining talents. And you think about that and it's like, these are all things that are fixable, these are things that you can leverage. These are things that you can find other people to help you with, to train you, to teach you. But there's an even bigger issue at hand. And it's really understanding and knowing who you are as an individual. That is what makes what you do successful. Because when you understand and know who you are, then your passion kicks in. That purpose kicks in and it doesn't matter what kind of challenge you have to face, you will know how to navigate through it. There will always be a way to uh, navigate through those issues and to come out on the other side winning. But if you don't know who you are, what you've created to be, your uniqueness, your creativity, everything about you that you are to put into that business, into that baby of yours, then that's where we get stuck. That's where we feel like we've failed or we can't figure a way out. And so today, I don't want to focus on all of the business challenges. I don't want to focus on the things that are fixable. I want to talk about you. I want to talk about me. You are going to learn a lot about me today. You're going to hear some stories and some things about what I've done, where I've been, um, what I was like as a child, because I want you to be able to relate and see the pattern of how we grow and how we consistently grow. We never arrive. We never come to a final conclusion until the day that we die. So we are consistently growing. And when you don't have room to grow anymore, you're pretty much saying, I'm done. This is it. There's no more life left in me. Just like we talked about last week, a plant, when it has, it has not been pruned, it has not been cared for, it can no longer produce. What does it do? It dies. We don't want to ever come to a point where we're not producing. And so um, I want to start right here where, first of all, my life has, and this may sound negative, but it is not. It is one of the most positive statements I can make. My life has always been backwards and non-traditional. And I want to explain to you what that means because it, it holds, 
everything in that one word of being unique backwards. Why would we feel like we are in a different direction or turned a different way from everybody else? Why do we step out of uh, the traditional and become non-traditional? Because we are changing things. We're shaking things up. We're not doing things the way that everybody else does it. And because people don't understand that, now we're in that place of it seeming like it's negative because people aren't used to that. That's not what they grew up with. Tradition is a very strong thing. But when we can look and, and, and move in a non-traditional way, in a positive sense, we are creating something new. We are shaking up the norm and we're doing something amazing and great that is going to be more of a blessing to the people that we are serving than to have them stuck in the same mindset, the same product, the same routine over and over. We were created to stand out. That is what this podcast is all about today. This particular episode, we are going to talk about how we were created to stand out. So I'm going to make two statements here. And there will probably be a lot of people who disagree with me. And that's okay. Because guess what? We agree to disagree. What works for one person may not work for another. I have always believed that. I do not judge people by the decisions and and the directions that they choose to go if it does not agree with mine. I can only share with you what I know is true to my heart. And so these two statements right here, they may rattle you or they may just bring you to life. Number one, stop following the trend. That is a hard statement to receive because right now, especially with TikTok and social media, there is a trending um, theme here. Whatever everybody else is doing, whatever they're receiving, some type of um, impact or follows or likes or loves or comments or whatever, we think we have to go and do the same thing that they're doing in order to achieve the same um, appearance to achieve the same following. Um, it's just something that we have been told over and over. What is the trend? Follow the trend in our clothing, in our the way that we diet, in the way that we exercise. There is a trend annually, quarterly, whatever it is, and we follow it. What would happen if you went against the trend? And everybody else is trending on the same thing. And you are doing something something completely opposite, backwards, non-traditional. What's to say that that would not become the trend of that time? How do you think other people come up with these trends? Someone had to create it. Somebody had to be different. Somebody had to be unique. They stepped outside the norm. They created this different, backwards, non-traditional thing And it became a trend and everybody jumped on the trend because somebody else was unique, backwards, and non-traditional. I hope you're getting this. The second statement here is stop fitting the mold. We were not created to fit in the same shape, the same size, the same um, pattern of everything else. You are supposed to be different. You are supposed to be unique. You are supposed to look like you, not the person next to you, not the person beside that. I, I love um, 
using this example, my daughters are twins. Everybody thinks they're identical, but they are not. They are fraternal twins, but they are so different. They do not fit the same mold of looking alike because if you took the time to spend with them and really look at them and really evaluate them, their their height, their size, their shape, their features, the way they talk, the way they make their facial expressions, the way they stand, they walk, there are a few things that they do the same, but they do not fit the same mold. They are completely different. So in the same way, your businesses, your babies, your dreams, your visions, they are not supposed to fit into whatever mold this world has created. And here is one of the things that um, I wrote a, a blog a couple of years ago, and it was titled, I Quit. I'm sorry, guys, but I quit. And it wasn't quitting my job or quitting what I do or quitting my passion But the whole point of it was to say, I quit following what everybody else is doing because it added so much more stress and confusion and it pulled me so far away from my purpose and my vision and thinking that I had to post so many times a day. I had to um, write a blog so many times a month. I had to make sure that I um, took so many pictures and uploaded so many quotes and tweets and uh, Instagram pictures and I had to be on top of all of the social media stuff and at the same time I had to be implementing all of the tools and all of the things that I had learned from all of these different classes, all these different workshops, trainings and everything that it became an overwhelm thinking that I had to follow every single person's pattern in order to achieve success and it was not necessary. Nobody teaches us to just go and and receive the free, no-cost resources that are available. Receive the classes and the trainings that we do pay for, that we see value in. Receive all of the, um, whether you went to college or you went to a technical school or you just studied and, and mentored under somebody else. Take all of that. But you don't have to apply every single part of it. You apply what you know um, you believe in. You apply the parts that make sense to you. You apply what you see aligns with your vision. If it does not align, then you leave it out. If it does not make sense, if you cannot understand it, then you leave it out. Because the things that you are supposed to be doing, your heart and your mind will receive. And you'll be able to implement that thing and you'll have a passion to implement it. That's what's most important. Why are we going to do things that make us miserable? Why are we going to consistently do things that overwhelm us? We have to be um, prepared to receive the knowledge and the wisdom that is being poured out to us. And then take it and pick it apart and find those little golden nuggets, those gems that are most important and utilize that great gift to implement into your business. I know that was a mouthful, but I cannot stop sharing with people how important it is to not get overwhelmed and drained with feeling like you have to follow everything that the world is teaching you. 
There are systems out there that work for the people who have created them because guess what? They created them. They created something that aligned with their business and it's packaged and it's marketed. And the problem is, is that everybody sees wealth and they see success in that package and they grab it without making sure that it aligns with what it is that they're doing first. So it's not to say that the system didn't work, but what you do and what that person did may not be the same thing. It may not be the right system. It may not be the right implementation. It just may not work. And so we have to really take time to make sure that um, our heart is receiving that thing and we're understanding and sure that it's going to be something that is going to benefit our business. Otherwise, it's wasted time. It's wasted resources. So getting back to being unique and creative and understanding that we were created to stand out. One of the things that I always do, and um, I try to share this everywhere that I go, even when I'm just having a simple conversation with friends or family or um, networking groups or whoever it might be. But one of the things that I used to always do when I would um, give workshops on creativity to educators and uh, teacher groups was the first question I would ask was, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? And I would always give them a piece of paper a pencil or a pen, and they would get to doodle throughout the entire workshop because <laughs> sometimes our brain just works better, especially creative brains. We're visual. Sometimes we need to jot down some of the things, you know, with note-taking, but I wanted them to draw. I wanted them to, to just kind of doodle on this paper and at the same time think about what they wanted to be when they grew up. And a lot of these teachers would draw pictures of you know, guitars and little ballerinas and a microphone because they wanted to be a speaker. They wanted to be a singer. Um, there were so many things. Somebody wanted to be an artist. And these are all those things that, you know, as children we think about and we just have like this desire. We see a fireman or we see a police officer or we might see a fisherman or whatever it is, or maybe our, our grandfather was a love to fish and we spent all our time, or maybe, you know, we were always on a ranch and we loved animals. There were so many different things that, that they would come up with and put on these pieces of paper. And a lot of them would share what it was they wanted to be when they grew up. And so I would ask them, so is that what you do today? And they would say, well, no, I'm a teacher. Okay, do you regret becoming a teacher and not doing what you wanted to be or being what you wanted to be when you were little? And the answer was always absolutely not. I love teaching. I love my kiddos. I love being in the classroom. And that's where they wanted to be. But the whole point was they forgot about that passion as a child of what they wanted to be. And so you still have a love for that thing. But a lot of times when we're already in a different place, we're in a different time. We're no longer children. We're now adults. We're responsible. We have all these responsibilities. I'm a teacher now. I'm good at what I do. I love what I do. And quite frankly, I might be too old to even attempt to go back to acting or dancing or singing. And so they've kind of just tossed it out the window. 
they haven't forgotten about it, but they sit there thinking, but there's no way I could do that. So I'm just going to keep doing this other thing because I love this thing too. And so in those moments, I would say, well, why can't you be both? Why can't you teach and sing? Why can't you teach and dance? And so I would give the example, and while I'm standing in front of these teachers, I would say, you can walk into your classroom tomorrow morning. Um, You, you know, you want to be a dancer. Walk into your classroom, do a spin and a twirl and kick your leg up and throw your arms out and say, ta-da, or come in there with some music playing and do your little dance and or break dance or whatever it is that you love to do. And watch those children's eyes light up. Watch them get so excited and start giggling and having so much fun because they're looking at their teacher thinking, who in the world is this? And it has just made their day to see you step out of the norm, step out of of what they see you as every single day. And you have just transformed into like this butterfly. Some You have just become a butterfly in front of your children. And then watch and see how your day progresses from that point. And so I remember the last time I taught that. And a week later, the very next week, I had a teacher almost practically running down the hall trying to catch me. Saying, Miss Mahone, Miss Mahone, wait, wait. And I'm like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And she says, you're not going to believe it. I walked in my classroom last week and for five minutes, five minutes, I did an icebreaker little acting skit thing with my kids and we were role playing and having fun for just five minutes in the morning. And she said, that was the best class I have had in such a long time to see them light up and get so excited about learning. And whether the skit had anything to do with what they were learning that day or if it was just for fun, just a little icebreaker, it completely shifted the atmosphere of her classroom. It woke her children up to this new just position of fun. They started their day um, enjoying what it was that their teacher wanted to be when she grew up. She wanted to act. She wanted to perform. She wanted to be in theater. And so by going back to the moment of when she was a little girl and thinking about what she wanted to be when she grew up, it didn't matter that she was a teacher now. Her children got to experience her in theater as an actor, role-playing and having fun with them. And so when we're able to go back and think about the thing that we wanted to do when we grew up, We're able to pull that out and use it to bring that uniqueness and that creativity into whatever it is that we are, that we are purposed to do right now in this moment, remembering what we used to love, bringing it in and shifting the atmosphere and the plan and everything that you are putting into that business, into what it is that you're doing. There is this new passion that has just been drawn out, something that has been buried for so long. So let me tell you a little bit about me. So what did I want to be when I grew up? I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be anything that had anything to do with performing because I loved it. 
I loved twirling around in my room. I loved putting music on and singing songs. I loved all of that. And so as I got older and I, you know, got into high school and most of the time everybody's always thinking about, you know, what do you want to do when you get out of high school? What college do you want to go to? I had none of that in my mind. I just, I didn't really care much about college. It just wasn't the first thing, you know, that I, that, that I had to do. Once again, I was backwards and non-traditional. Um, everybody else is trying to get scholarships and go to college and that just wasn't me. I do not tell people that they have to go to college to be successful. I do not tell people that they that they have to um, go in training in a technical school. I don't tell anybody that because it's all about finding who we are individually, not following what everybody else is telling us to do. Even with our children today, we do not push them into any type of um, training, college, university, None of that, because they're still trying to discover and, and find out what it is that they have been purposed and, and designed for in this earth. And so when I was 18 and I was just graduating high school, I was given the wonderful opportunity to go and teach uh, for a charter school that was going to be um, on the same uh, property as our church. And so <clears throat> charter schools were new at the time. I was asked to come and be the PE coach, which I was just thrilled about because I was going to get to play out in the field and, and write these lesson plans for games and fun and just running and activity. And I was going to have, you know, the, the little kids all the way up to the big kids. And that first year was one of the best years I had ever had in my life. Five years, for five years after that, I was an art teacher those were definitely the best years of my career, my training, um, my first job. I loved every moment of it because I got to experience these children from first grade to 12th grade. Seeing them, encouraging them, reminding them of how unique and beautifully created they were. Um, looking at their artwork and seeing how different they were. Looking at their artwork and telling them, you know what? Not everybody is going to love your work and not everyone will hate it. Some people will hate it and some people will love it. But it does not matter because what you create is who you are. And so you continue to create. Don't change what you do. Don't change the way you create something unless it is you wanting to make that change, not anybody else. Don't change your creativity for anybody. And so <clears throat> that was... The best training I could have ever received, far greater and beyond what any college or university could have taught me. After that, it wasn't until after six years of teaching, I decided to go back to school. Um, the, the charter schools were kind of transitioning. They were moving all over the place. And I thought, well, here's, here's a good time for me to go and do something different and transition. Um, I decided to go back to school. I earned my degree in graphic design. I did love art. I do love creating. I do love creativity. Um, but to this day, I don't do anything having to do with graphic design unless it's for my own personal business. It was not my passion. I went to school and earned a degree for something that was not my passion. 
But once again, it was something that somebody said, you can earn some good money, you can do freelance, you can be your own boss, you can work for all kinds of agencies. It was not my passion. But I don't see it as wasted years either. But at the same time, I'm not using it. And so we have to look at how many people have gone to school or have gone through different trainings or certification programs and they don't utilize or even they don't use what it is that they went to school for. And then you have those that do because they knew what they wanted to do. Um, fast forward eight years later, I ended up right back in the classroom. Now in a volunteer capacity, more of a volunteer role. Um, just helping teachers, giving of my time. Uh, my girls were in elementary, and I was able to just give everything that I had creatively just to be a part of what these teachers were doing for these kiddos. And that's where my heart was at for the next uh, five and a half, six years until the girls were out of, were going into middle school. And I loved every moment of it. Did I get paid for anything? Uh, no. Did it matter? No. I had this wonderful opportunity to be home with my daughters, watching them grow, helping in the schools, giving back as much as I could because these teachers, some of them were exhausted. They loved what they did. They still do. Some of them have retired because they gave so many years to these children. But yet, at the same time, we're dealing with um, Common Core and different curriculums that were stressing them out. Um, you could equate it to what teachers are going through with, with COVID. Common Core was the same thing. Um, whether you agree or disagree with me, that's okay. But it was stressful. It was a very stressful time, testing and all kinds of requirements. And so to be able to give back creatively and, and see these kiddos light up, they lit up when they would see the creativity in the, in the hallways, the decorations, the, the um, backdrops, the everything that we did, the reading programs, the um, family involvement nights, everything. There was nothing but growth. And it was such a wonderful time to be a part of that. And even now, my daughters are homeschooled now, but even now my heart beats for the same reason. But instead of being in a school, uh, school position working with um, the children and the teachers, our heart, and I, and I speak for my husband, myself, and our daughters, our heart and our ministry and our business is to help individuals discover their purpose and help businesses reconnect with their people. And when I say that, I mean your business and the business owner. We have to reconnect with our people, with our employees, with our customers. There has to be a connection, and there is a missing link in a lot of businesses today. You know, maybe I'm talking to a lot of you today as far as your purpose and your passion, the things that you love to do. And I would ask you to take a moment right now and just stop and just think about what did you want to be when you grew up and think about where you are now and put the two together, whether they're the same thing or if they're two completely different things, do you still do 
the thing that you loved to do as a child, even now as an adult? Did you lose that fire? Is that fire still there and you wish you could do it more? You know, I look at my husband, I look at my daughters. My husband plays music. He's an amazing musician. I can't say that when he's around me because he's so humble. But those, but people who know him, they know the gift and the talent that is on that man. They know, but he cannot sight read. He cannot read a lick of notes, sheet music, nothing. He plays everything by ear. And it was frustrating for a while because you talk about backwards and non-traditional to be in bands and ministries, a musician in ministry, and having people, you know, try to give you sheet music or try to call out notes while you're playing, and you're looking at them going, you know I don't know notes. Just play it for me. Just play it. And there's a frustration gap there. But he still has a gift, and he still has a talent. And our daughters now do the same thing. They don't read any music, but they play by ear, just like their daddy. And it's amazing to watch. But we don't push them to have to learn music, how to read music, unless they want to. Because once again, we might be backwards and non-traditional, but we are unique, we are creative, and we were created to stand out. Why should we modify our gift? If we have a gift, we use it, and we use it the way that we know it came to us. And if we choose to move forward in adding to that gift, then we do that. I mentioned at the beginning that I always wanted to be a dancer, a singer, a performer. You better believe you're behind that when I'm in my house, I am still singing, I am still dancing, and I'm still performing, especially when I'm cooking dinner. Anytime I get around food, you're going to hear me singing. You might see me, um, you know, start dancing around and acting silly. It's just who I am. But I found out one thing, that I sing because it makes me happy. I sing all day long because it brings me joy. I sing because it's my gift and it brings my family joy. I make up silly songs that don't make any sense at all because it makes my family laugh and it brings them joy. And I see them rolling their eyes and shaking their head <laughs> and grinning and dimples showing and everything. But I know because it brought them joy. And so when we can continue to take the thing that we love and have a passion for and use it to impart and to bring happiness and joy to those around us, then the job that we do, the things that we do consistently on a daily basis are no longer a task or a chore. They're not overwhelming. They don't create frustration. We do not worry. We do not doubt. We don't have fear and panic because we've remembered to bring in the very things that lift our spirit and lift us up when the teachers implemented the thing that they wanted to be when they were a child, their day in a classroom was no longer stressful. And that's the way it should have been. Filled with joy and love and excitement because they loved what they do. They loved what they did, those that are retired. 
but because of everything else, the chores, the tasks, the pressing down from, you know, um, administration or districts and rules and regulations had pressed all their joy out and taking just a moment to reflect on what it was they wanted to do as a child so that they could relate to their children in their classroom erased so much of that frustration and overwhelm and allowed them to return back into the position of what it was that they loved to do. And it became one of the best days of their teaching careers and continued on from that point. It's remembering who we are, remembering what we have a love and a passion for, and bringing it into everything that we do. Everything. So the things that we went to school for, when I think about myself, my husband, other people in our life, things that we went to school for that were not part of our passion, and yet we spend every day pressing and pushing on these young uh, young adults and and almost pressing so hard for them to try to figure out who it is and what they want to do and uh, for the rest of their life not realizing they're still trying to discover what it is that brings them joy and is their purpose so even me sitting here 42 years old other people that are in their 50s their 40s or 50s even your 30s, we still may not know what we want to do with the rest of our life, but guess what? I know I was created to stand out, and I'm going to go wherever my heart leads. And so I, I hope this encouraged you today because all of the other business challenges, all of the other things that are noted on a list of what people think businesses are going to have to press through, they're going to have to um, overcome these challenges year after year. Those are all temporary. Those are all things that can be fixed. Those are all things that have a system that helps to, to work them out. Those are all things that we can learn. But I want you to go back first and understand fully who you are, what brings you joy, what is your passion. That is what's going to drive you to see all of these business challenges as just things that in time will work themselves out. Because guess what? Things change all the time. Things change year after year. But don't follow the trend. Become the trend. Become the trend and break the mold. So that is it for me today, you guys. Um, that was a mouthful. But I, I have encouraged myself today. So go and be blessed. Have a wonderful day. I will see you back here on Friday for Faith-Filled Friday, next week for Teachable Tuesday, and um, we'll talk soon. God bless.